I would like to begin by saying Happy Memorial Day to everyone who has served and to all the families that have uh, people who have served or, you know, serve right now. You know, you, you, the, the debt we owe you cannot be repaid. It's, you, you just sacrificed so much for, for us here at home. And, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's not an easy thing to do. I know that. I look at myself and I ask myself, would I be able to do it? And I think the answer is no. I would, I would, I believe I would have to be forced to do, to do it. But you who do it, you do it out of your own volition. And to me, that just, it amazes me to think about that. It, it, it amazes me that there are people in this world who are willing to put down their immediate needs and their immediate wants. And, you know, I, I take it personally. You know, they're willing, they're willing to defend me and my rights. It's just, wow, man, I mean, you know, you do, you just, you just do so much. And what, what you do, I just, man, I, I can't even, I can't even wrap my mind around it. I can't wrap my mind around taking myself and doing something for somebody else to, and being in, being in a situation where I could lose my life or I could be in danger for some, for someone else's sake. I would do it for my family, but to do it for millions and millions of complete strangers that you'll likely never meet. Wow. That's to me. That's just, that's, that's just the ultimate job. I would say that's just the ultimate sacrifice. There's nothing that, that can be, that can beat that, in my opinion. To willingly, to willingly be able to lay down your life for others that you don't know, man. That's just, that's just really something. That's really something. And I, I just, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I don't, you know, I can say for the rest of America, but for me personally, that's, that's just huge. That's just huge. And I, I thank you so much. You know, it started Memorial Day. I want to say it started in 1970. I want to say it was like 1970 or 1971, something like that. And, uh, you know, I wish, I wish it had, I wish it had been started a lot sooner. It used to be called Decoration Day, if I remember correctly, but, you know. Anyway, I just, I just, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart.
I, I, I appreciate all that you guys do for me. It, it, I don't take it lightly. Okay. So, let's see. The Raptors are going to face the Golden State Warriors on Thursday in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. And it's going to be a wild, wild ride. Especially, you know, you know, people were talking about Drake and his antics. And to me, to me, okay, it's hard. Because, you know, I don't, I think the things that he's allowed to do, I don't think he should be allowed to do them. Personally. Because what happens is if you do that, if you let one person do that, and I know, you know, Drake, Drake is the team ambassador, but to me it's like, okay, if you have one guy doing it, what prevents someone else from doing it? You know, cause you know, you know, he's, I don't know, I just, to me, to me, I find it entertaining and I find it hilarious, but there comes a point where it's just like, okay, Drake, just take it easy now. Just, 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 you know, pump the brakes a little bit and just, just relax. Just enjoy the game. I know you get into it and I know you get emotional and you try to, you know, hype up the crowd, but, you know, all of that, you know, when he, when he grabbed like Nick Nurse, you know, on his shoulder that I was just like, dog, that, that's, that's just too much, man. That's just too much. Don't, I don't know. If, if it were me, I'd be like, man, don't touch me while I'm coaching. It's just like, it's like, yeah, man, you know, you know, you're cool and, you know, we know each other, but it's like, you know, don't, don't, don't do that. Like, not, not right now. Do it, I don't know, after we win the game or after we win the series. Don't do don't do it to me while I'm coaching in the game. But anyway, let, let me talk about the last Bucks and Raptors game. Okay. So it was a hundred to ninety-four. And Giannis. Okay, Giannis twenty-one. Middleton 14, Brooke Lopez 18, Eric Bledsoe 8, Malcolm Brogdon 10, Ilyasova 13, George Hill 10, Connaughton 0. They, they had 94 points. They shot 71% from the strike. They shot 35% from 3. And they shot 40% from the field. Okay, all right. Uh, they had 42 rebounds, 19 assists, 7 steals, 7 blocks, and 11 turnovers. Okay. The Raptors. Um, Siakam, 18 points. Kawhi Leonard, 27 Mark Gasol, 6. Kyle Lowry, 17. Danny Green, 0. Danny Green, if you're listening to this, you can't 
have zero points. You played 14 minutes and you had, you took four shots. All for four. You know, I want to say it was game five and the Raptors had just won. And Shaq was talking about how players, you know, it's not up to your teammates to get you started. And to me, I totally agreed with that. Cause he talked about, you know, sometimes, sometimes the ball finds you and sometimes you have to find the ball. You know, you've played basketball for most of your life when you're, when you're in the NBA. You have to find a way to score the ball. Danny Green, he had four shots and they were threes. So he had no free throws. He had two rebounds. He had two steals. He had no blocks. He had two fouls. He was about as useful as me. And I don't even live in Canada. You can't have zero points. You can't. You need to find a way to get. You need to find a way to see the ball go into the basket from your hands. That may just be through layups, a free throw, mid-range. You know, you need to, you have to find a way to get yourself started. It's not up to your teammates. It's not up to your teammates. You have to find a way to find the ball. And that could be through loose balls, um, steals, um, any rebounds, any possible way that you can get your hands on the ball and get good shots up. You only shot, you only shot four shots. You can't do that. You are about to go against the, the two time reigning champs who are looking to three peak. You cannot have a game where you have zero points. You need, you need to do better than that. And Marcus Saul, he had six. He had six points. Two for, two for three. He played 26 minutes. Kawhi Leonard, you know, he did, he did okay, but from three, you can't shoot one for eight. I'm telling you, the finals, they're different. I still, you know, I have, so pretty much I had, I had these series right in terms of who, who I picked. I had, I had the Warriors beating, uh, the Rockets in seven. That didn't happen. They won in four. Then I had the Raptors winning and I, I did say that the Bucks, you know, they did have a shot. But ultimately, I picked, my original pick was the Raptors. And I never left that. I just said that if it were the Bucks, then, you know, something could happen. But, you have to step it up in the finals. The finals are a different story. One for eight is not acceptable. In the finals. As a team, they went 12 of 27. So you had Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet, he needs to keep doing what he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, but Fred, whatever you're doing, do that. These are the kind of things you need to have. 34 minutes, 
5 for 6 shooting, 4 for 5 from 3, you had no free throws, 2 assists, you want to, you, you want to get that number up, you had 2 fouls, you were plus 12 and you had 14 points. You need, you need good numbers. And, and he got that. So Fred Van Fleet, you know, again, congratulations on your, on your, on your second child, Fred Jr. But if, if, if you're doing something else, do that. If, if you want, if you want to have a shot at, against these Warriors. The Warriors are heavy favorites in, in this series. And to me, the Raptors, you cannot, you cannot have a bad game. The first two games are in Toronto. You need both of them. You can't lose one at home. You can't afford that. You really can't. And, you know, Toronto is blessed enough to most likely not have to face Kevin Durant at the beginning of this series. So, Raptors, I mean, you gotta play better. Marcus All, you can't go two for three. Danny Green, you can't go 0 for four. You need, you need more shots and you have to see the ball go into the basket more. Siakam, seven for 17, one for three from three, three for four free throws, four rebounds, one steal, one block, two turnovers, 18 points, plus eight. Their best player efficiency-wise was Fred Van Fleet. And he's not even a starter. Sergi Baca, 25 minutes. Four for seven. Three rebounds. That, and that, and a total of nine points. You gotta do better than that. Cause I'm gonna say this. A hundred points is not going to beat the Golden State Warriors. They have too many shooters. Or they have, I shouldn't say they have too many shooters. But they have, they have great shooters in Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. And Clay Thompson, just for a second, I have to send my condolences for that all-star snub. I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how, what my immediate reaction would be. After hearing that I got snubbed and because in case you don't know, Clay lost out on like $30 million. And to me, it's just like, man, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. It's tough. Um, man, I just, you know, don't worry about it, Clay. Just just focus on these finals, and then you know, figure it out after afterwards. But yeah, if you know, if he's mad, he has he has he has the right to be. So, you know, you, you're going against the, some of the greatest shooters in Steph and Clay and Kevin Durant when he comes back, if he comes back, which which I believe he will. Um, but you need to have more than a hundred points. A hundred points is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Kawhi, 27 points. 
um, that number's going to have to be, you're going to have to have, you're going to have to have at least 35 a game, Kawhi. Because I'm looking at this roster. Siakam, Leonard, Gasol, Lowry. And Lowry, you better not have a bad game one, as you usually do. You better, you better not do it. You better not, you cannot afford to do that. You have to be on. You have, you have to be on. Everyone on the Raptors has to be on. These are the, these are the reigning champs, two time champs. The reigning, they're, or should I say, they're the reigning back to back champions. They're looking to three-peat. They're looking to make a statement. Steph is looking, you know, to get, to, you know, to stop some of the disrespect that's been, that he believes has been coming his way. Yeah, he's humble. But he still has that edge in him and he still has that ego in him that says, hey man, you know, let me get that credit. And also KD, when he comes back, he's gonna try to get people you know, to believe that, okay, you know, you know, it's, it's his team and all of that. So Raptors, you cannot miss a beat. You have to play and it's hard because, you know, it's, it's just, it's just very, very difficult, but you cannot miss a beat. You can't afford it. The Warriors, they can afford, I, I don't like saying this, but they, like they have the talent and they have the experience to have a bad game. It's okay if they have a bad game. Well not okay, but they're able to bounce back. The Raptors, you are not able to bounce back. You can't do it. You do not want to give anything away to the Warriors. Because you're you're already the heavy under the heavy underdogs. If you want any chance, if you want any chance, you, you have to stay on and you have to stay sharp. You just, you, you just, you know, there's the only scenario I can see the Raptors winning this series. And these players have been crazy, man. I, you know, I was just watching these games and I was just thinking of all the things that I, that I've got wrong through these playoffs. All the predictions that I've had that have been, that I've missed. But in my opinion, the Raptors, man, the only way I can see them winning this series is if, is if Steph or Clay gets seriously hurt in the, in the early games, like game one or two. That's the only, and if, if, if it were both, I'm not hoping for this. Don't, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not hoping that they get injured because I don't want to see that. I want to see, I want to see greatness. I want to see the best players play at the biggest stage. But the only way I can see the Raptors winning is if one or both of the Splash Brothers goes down. And also, Draymond, you know, 
he's been, you know, when he pushes the ball in transition, you know, you guys got to get back on defense because that's how he gets a lot of fouls and he gets a lot of points and he gets a lot of his assists. So you, so Raptors, I know, I, I, I know you've never had a task this daunting. Um, you cannot have the mindset that these are just, I hate, you know, I hate when players say that when, you know, you'll see like media week for the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl media week and all of that. And you see players that kind of talk about, you know, oh, what's your mentality going into this game? Which is a good, which is a good question in my opinion. And to me, a bad answer is, oh, you know what? We're just going, we're just going into this as if it's another game. You can't go, you can't do that. Especially, especially in football. I know I'm talking basketball, but especially football. I hate when I hear that answer. Because it's not just another game. Another game, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, yes, it's a game of football if you want to dumb it down that much. But another game would be like the regular season. Or the preseason where it's like, you know, if you lose, you know, you have the next week. In the playoffs, you win or you go home. In the Super Bowl, either you become a champion or you fade into the ether. And, you know, you're only remembered as the team that gave, that was, you know, they, you just gave the champions a team to face. But in basketball, you know, you have multiple games. You can't. You, you can't go into these, you can't go into these games thinking this is just another game because it's not. These are the finals. This is where, this is where legacies are made. This is where champions are made. This is where stories are written. You, you, you have to go into this and you can't miss a beat. I mean, this is this is where you hustle. This is where you these are the games where you put your body on the line. And also let me say this about Giannis. Game five. He I'm sure you guys saw it. He had a he he twisted his ankle on one play in like the last part of the, the Taking seconds of the fourth quarter. Giannis was on the sideline. He was on the sideline during the last seconds of the game and then came back in. That was a terrible look. You can't do that. Not in the playoffs. If you can, you, as the best player on the team, you have to be in the game. You have to be in the game. This wasn't a first quarter injury. This wasn't, you know, at halftime. This wasn't third quarter. This wasn't early fourth quarter. This was like, I want to say it was like minute two. It had just hit two minutes, I want to say, when he, when he twisted his ankle or like a minute or like a minute 30, something something close to that. But there was like little time left, and the crowd was on its feet. 
Giannis, you should have been in. There's no reason for you to just be out. There's no reason for that. But in this series, you know, this is to the Raptors and the Warriors, but more to the Raptors. Because the Raptors haven't been in this position before. This is this is uncharted waters for them. You loose balls. You have to want them. You have to win. You have to make it your goal to win every single possession. And if you win enough of those, you win the game. And then you repeat the next game. Focus on the possession. Loose balls, rebounds, steals. Make your layups. You, you do not, in this, in the finals, don't miss layups. Don't help the Warriors. Make your free throws. 72% is not good enough. It's gotta be higher. Cause that's six free shots that you missed. You need to hit all of them. Don't, you cannot give the Warriors extra help. You can't. If you want a chance. Cause right now my prediction is Warriors in a gentleman's sweep. That's what I think. Because the Warriors are just that good. And I think they're already good. You know, they're going to, you know, the Warriors are going to be doing their thing, you know, where Steph and Clay, they, you know, they're running around and they're just, they're hard to follow. They're hard to follow and they're hard to defend. You know, you can get physical with Steph, but you get tired by the fourth quarter. After chasing him for 36 minutes, you're just exhausted. And then they, they break away and you can't, you know, you can't recover. You need to make all of your, you need to make all of your free throws, limit your turnovers, increase steals, decrease fouls. Do not put the Warriors on, do not put the Warriors on the foul line. Don't do it. Don't give them any help. You, 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 you've got to want this, Raptors. You gotta want it. You know Drake's gonna be doing his part. Drake is the one who I'm most, he's the one I'm most confident in. And I say that because you know that he's gonna be, you know, trying to get into the Warriors head, the Warriors heads, and all of that. He's gonna be doing his shouting, he's gonna be doing his antics, he's gonna be doing his thing. Raptors, you need to do yours and you need to step your game up. Okay, right now you're at a six. On a one ten scale, you guys are at like a, like a, like a, like a, like an eight. We need you at a twenty. On a one to ten scale for these finals, if you want to have a chance. This is this is new. I mean, Kawhi, yeah, he's a champion. He's a, you know, Finals MVP. But he also didn't have, you know, he was also with Popovich. And with other players who, you know, have had successful careers. Ginobili, Duncan, Tony Parker. You know, 
good, you know, great teammates and Hall of Famers. You, I mean, I'm looking at this roster. Who, let's see, who else has finals experience? Danny Green, I want to say. Serge Ibaka, when he was with the Thunder. That's it. You, you guys got, you guys have to want it. You are the heavy underdogs. The last, the last finals that I can think that were more lopsided, in my opinion, would be 2009. Lakers and Magic. That to me, there hasn't been a final in almost a, in a decade. Ex- exactly a decade that has been more lopsided in my opinion in terms of in terms of talent you got you guys got to want this and hopefully you can get it together because man i just i want to see i want to see you know, great games, man. I want to see greatness. Because you guys play every other day. So, it starts the 30th. Or not, no, not every other day. Because you guys, let's see. Yeah, you, you start the 30th on Thursday. And then you play Sunday at 5 p.m. Game 3 is Wednesday. Next Wednesday. The 5th. At Golden State, Game 4 is Friday the 7th at 6 p.m. So, you know, you're going to get two or three days of rest between games. You, you, you've got to be on. You have to be on. There's no other choice. Don't make it easier for them. Give, give them, give them all you got. You need, you need an alpha strike. You got, you got to give them, you got to hit them with everything you've got in one take. All right. I want to get to this news story. And this, this really, you know, I remember when this first happened, what I'm about to talk about. To me, this was when I saw this headline over the weekend. I was, man, I was absolutely elated. Absolutely elated. So I'm not sure if you guys know who Jamie Kloss is. And if you don't, I'll, I'll go through the story real quick. This, this story, or not the story. Yeah, the story, the story is absolutely infuriating when, when I heard it. So there was this man named Jake Patterson. God, I just, I can't, man, I'm, I'm looking at his picture. I can't even look at his picture right now. I can't even look at his picture right now. Let me, let me just scroll the page down so I don't have to look at that weasel. Jake Patterson is a man. I don't want to say a man, just, just a weasel. Who one day saw this 13-year-old girl named Jamie Kloss. And what he did 
he saw her and he just became obsessed with her. And in his mind, he said, that's the one. So what he proceeds to do, he proceeds to plan a, he proceeds to plan on how, on how to get her and how to kidnap her. So this man, this sick, mm, this, this guy, this guy already has a punchable face. But after knowing what this man did, oh, it, it'd be pretty hard not to, not to beat him to death with the, with the, with your bare hands. This man, one day went, went to, so he, he pretty much learned her schedule, you know, where she gets dropped off, who her parents are, where she lives, pretty much everything that he needed to know. In order to pull this off. And this. This. Character. He. Went. And. He kidnapped. He went to her house. And he killed the father. Who went. Who was trying to defend his family. So there were shots fired. Jamie and her mother were hiding in the bathroom. The dad sent them to the bathroom and locked it behind and told them to lock it. I mean, if you're a dad, that, that's what you do. That's, that's what you do, man. You do whatever it takes to defend your family. So this weasel kills the father. And the, and so the dad, he, I want to say he had a gun. And also this weasel, he had a gun. So they hear gunshots, and so they're like, okay, well, you know, who, you know, someone fired, who, you know, what happened? So then the door starts to get beat down, and so they know that it's not, that their father, that the father is either incapacitated or worst case dead. He in fact died. So Jake proceeds to knock down the door of the bathroom and he goes inside and he goes he pulls back the shower curtain to see the mother and Jamie in the bathtub just there you know they're holding each other and she's trying to the mother's trying to defend her daughter, which is what she's supposed to do. And he grabs Jamie and he shoots the mother right there. I mean, with, with a shotgun. So this is not, this is not like a, this is not like a, like a, like a, I want to say it was a shotgun. It's not like a pistol or something. It's not a revolver, it's a shotgun, so there's going to be matter everywhere. He shoots her right in front of Jamie, and Jamie naturally is mortified. So he takes her to his house, which I want to say was like 60 miles away. Like 65 miles 
away. And he, yeah, 60, his cabin, 65 miles north of the Kloss home. He dragged her to her trunk, threw her into the, threw her into the trunk, and they, he drove 65 miles. And he held her hostage for 88 days. Eighty-eight days. He 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 held her hostage by herself. I I just man, you know there there are some stories where I just I just see a man and I I just you know. I just, I just, I just get so, so angry, man. I just, I just, I just don't even know what to do. So this man received two life sentences. And over the, over the weekend. And he had the nerve. He had the nerve. Let me let me read to you what he says. So he was sentenced Friday. Let me tell you what he said before that. He said, I would do absolutely anything to take back what I did, you know. I would die. I would do absolutely anything to bring them back. You know... Jamie, you know, Jamie, she wasn't at the sentencing, but she had a letter read at the, at the, uh, at the sentencing. And she pretty much talked about, you know, how much her life has changed and how she's, you know, I, I just think, just think, just think about this. 88 days. You, your parents have been taken from you. You visually see your mother get blasted in front of you. Like she, like Jamie is literally feet away. He grabs Jamie, pulls her away, shoots, blasts Denise Kloss to kingdom come. So she's mortified and now she was talking about how she needs an alarm, you know, to sleep. She has anxiety in public, and I, man, I just, I can't even imagine what it's like. Because your life, you know, obviously she will adjust to this, to this new, because there is no, this is her new normal, unfortunately. She's in a position where, you know, she will, she won't know what she she just she just she'll never have a normal quote unquote normal life she won't have and i mean she's 13 man 13 so you know teenage years and the teenage years are huge and she's gone through more than most people will ever 
ever even think about go, ever having to go through. She, she's, she's a strong girl. She's a strong girl. And I, you know, this, this man, and if, if I were, if I were Jamie, I would, I, I, I would have had a lot more, you know, I don't cuss. I don't. But if there was ever a time I was going to, that letter would have been filled with four letter words. And I, I, they'd probably have to remove me from the, from the courtroom. But my question to this character, I would just ask him why. Why, why did you do it? Seriously. Because, because you did it. We can't go back. We can't, we can't, we don't, you know, time, time travel doesn't exist. This is not Avengers Endgame. We can't go back. This is lost time. Why did you do it? You took, you took my parents from me. You killed my mother right in front of me. You put me in a trunk. You drove me 65 miles and I had no idea where I was going. And then you lock me in your cabin for three months. My question to you is why? Why? And it, it just, man. I, I have nothing. And I mean, you know, he, he confessed the crimes, you know, early. But just, if you, if you know, if you, I would say just follow the case of, if, read about the case if you never heard of it. I mean, this absolutely infuriates you. Patterson kept Jamie at his home for 88 days, leaving her under the bed for hours without food or water so she could avoid detection. He weighed down the bedposts to prevent her from escaping. So pretty much what happened, she was in a compartment under his bed. So like it was a hidden compartment. He threw her in there and then closed it and then had the bed on top so she couldn't get out. And no one could hear her. Oh God, I just. Man. And it was literally by the grace of God that he let, he, um, I want to say it was like January, like, cause I was, I was following this case very closely, man. Like I, like I was looking for updates every day once, once I heard about it. But I want to say it was, I want to say it was like January. I want to say it was like January 10th where, uh, he left his home and it allowed her to escape. 
And she pretty much, she pretty much like watched his routine and she had the opportunity to escape. And so she, you know, she left the house and someone recognized her from, you know, seeing her on the news and, you know, media coverage and all of that. And she went to the police station and then they arrested the guy. Good Lord, man. I just... I've, you know, I've never even seen the guy. I've seen pictures of him. But I've never had so much contempt for someone. Because, because literally, like seriously, why did you do it? What, what was your purpose? What did you get out of this? Why did you, why did you do this to her? You took two lives. Two, you took two lives away from this earth that should, that should still be here. Two people who love their daughter very much. Two people who did everything they could to protect their daughter. And those people aren't coming back. And now you've changed, you've changed one life drastically. One girl who I don't even know how she, I don't even know how she sleeps. I, I, I can't even envision how you would sleep after an event, an event like this. It's just absolutely, it, this, it just absolutely infuriates me. A girl who, you know, she'll, she'll always, 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 I don't care what, I don't care what she goes through. She will always have some sort of anxiety when it comes to going out in public. Or if she wants to have children, you know, how she'll treat her children. And how, how she'll care for them. This, this family. God, man, I just. There are some absolute sickos in this world. Absolute sickos in this world. This man is absolutely contemptible. This is disgusting. I I can't I can't think of a story. I'm going through my head right now. I can't think of a recent story or a story I've followed so closely and I've just been like I like seriously, every day, every day, I like Google this case and I and I like listened and watched for updates. This man is just pathetic, contemptible, disgusting. He is an atrocity. He is egregious. He is a horrendous human being.
I just, man. And, you know, if I could, if I could say anything to Jamie Kloss, um, uh, I don't, I don't know you. And I don't know if I'll ever meet you. I, I doubt I will, but you are hands down one of the mo- one of the toughest people I have ever heard of. And if if I had the opportunity to meet you, man, I would. I would just have to shake your hand because I, because witnessing your capacity for courage and your, your, your capacity of strength and, and will to not let this, to not let this weasel get uh to not let this weasel destroy your life man I just there's there's nothing that's happened to me in my life that could even compare to this and you really just you you've handled this with such grace and such you, you're just just incredible and I I honestly applaud you and I, I hope I can meet you one day seriously because because I don't know I don't know anyone I don't know anyone that is as strong as you I mean I I, I don't know I don't know so that would that would be my message to you and you know to the family and friends of the Claus family and you know family friends and family acquaintances. I wish I could. I can't just say you know you have to move on from this. I mean you have no choice, but how do you do it? And I, I hope this strengthens, you know, your bonds. I hope, I hope this, I hope this brings all of you together. And, um, I, 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 I hope you, uh, don't, you know, don't let this defeat you and, you know, stay strong and, you know, you know, this, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. You guys have handled this tremendously. And I, I applaud, I applaud all of you. You have, you have every right to be filled with hate, with anger, with vengeance, a desire for vengeance, with, with feelings of 
with all types of feelings. You have every right, you have every right to ask why. Man, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad they got this dude. I'm so, I'm so glad they got this dude. Oh, man, this, like, this story really. Oh, I, I just, I just. Yeah. They got him, so. That's what, uh. That's what matters. That's what matters. Justice has been served. And yeah, I've, I've, you know, I must say I'm a Christian and I, you know, we're encouraged to forgive and we're encouraged to, you know, you know, to love others no matter, no matter, you know, what they're like, you know, you don't have to like them, but you do have to, you know, treat them with respect and love them and all of that. But to, but to Jake Patterson, I have nothing to say to you right now. I have absolutely nothing to say to you right now. You know, I don't know what's going to happen to you in prison. I have, I have no clue. And frankly, frankly, I don't care. I don't care. So. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. This, uh, yeah. Claus family, you're strong. You are unbelievably strong. And I just, man, you, you've really taught me, uh, you, you've really taught me a lesson on, you know, on strength and, uh, Encourage. And just and just know that uh you uh you've you've uh you've really the the story and the uh the the events that you have gone through you know I uh I I really don't know what to say but uh you, you, you acted, you acted tremendously. You acted tremendously and, and I, I applaud, I applaud all of you. And, you know, I'm, I'm praying for you. And, you know, things, I won't say things will get better, but, you know, just, just continue to be strong. Continue to be strong and, um, just be, be glad that justice was served, be glad that justice was served and that Jamie's okay.